This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC. I am on location in San Diego, Ursa 2018, with a good friend of mine since 1999, Ginger Collins, who is the head of the Gold's Gym Franchise Association. We've known each other before there was Wi-Fi, before there were smartphones, <laughs> with Excel sheets and, and actual uh, conventions where you actually had to talk to people directly. Um, so it's good to see you as always. Peter, you too. Thank and, you for having uh, me. Yeah, and it's uh, it's been a, uh, a long journey with the Gold's Gym brand. I feel like the brand has kind of uh, swung back to popularity just given uh, the results people want to get in, in strength training and, um, you know, really uh, what the DNA of Gold's has been f- uh, since 1965. Uh, well, so yeah, you're right. It's been uh, it's quite been quite a journey. I worked at the private equity fund that uh, that acquired the clubs uh, and the, and the brand back in uh, August of '99. So Ginger, why don't you give a little bit of your personal background and then sure. um, your health club background, and then we'll talk about the franchise association a little later. Okay, it sounds like a plan. Well, first, I've been with the Gold's Gym brand since 1989. Uh, prior to that, I was an entrepreneur too uh, in the direct mail business when it first was created in the 80s, which was a long time ago. In 1989, I fell in love with Gold's Gym as what we called ourselves then, aerobics instructors, because ah, that's what yes. we were. Yes. <laughs> and I just fell in love with it. And you know what? What, Pete? I decided I wanted to open my own gyms. So it was a two-year process, and I did. I was first female franchisee. Congratulations. Well, licensees back then. This was back in, um, in, in Charlotte. Well, actually, I'm originally from Columbus, Georgia. And so, yes, I relocated in North Carolina to open my first Gold's Gym gotcha. in Is it that, Was that territory not available at the time, or what? had that? No, 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 no. That's why. I mean, I was working there at the Gold's Gym in Columbus, my hometown. Ah. And uh, they had, you know, they had several at that time. And I'm like, okay, I want to venture out. And I thought, once I got to Winston-Salem, North Carolina, is where I opened the, the gyms. I thought, what the hell am I doing? But <laughs> <laughs> well, why'd you I pick that? Why'd way. you pick that area? <laughs> well, okay, so we're talking 1992, right? Yeah. So there's not there's there's. I was lot. back in Atlanta at the time. I was I was going to Emory University oh in '94. So oh my god, the South. We're in the South. You know, I knew we had even more connection. Yeah, we did another connect. So. You know, I, back then, that, you know, I mean, we didn't have computers to do the demographics, and you know, it was like a lot of uh, back and forth through the mail, and uh, you know, just it was just a, a long process, a longer process. But mm-hmm. it, it came down to the location. I found a fabulous location, and it was a you know, it was a great, great gym opening. We did really, really well at that particular time. Back then, the Gold's gyms were more like a fitness. You know, they weren't as big as they are now, mm-hmm. so. It was a smaller footprint of 20, 25,000 square feet, uh, all fitness related at okay. that time. So, and, and so you were, you were a top aerobics instructor. Yeah. You decided, okay, I can do my own club. Sell my other business and do my own club. And then right. um, you, uh, at the, right, you had the direct mail. And then were you actually doing aerobics classes? Were you teaching aerobics classes in Winston-Salem? Oh, yeah. I'm, nice. I, in fact, I told my staff, you know what? <clears throat> I can do, I'm telling you, I can do everything in this gym. I can sell memberships, I can teach classes, I can personal train, I can work the front desk, I can do everything, just don't ask me to do the daycare. <laughs> no daycare. <laughs> no daycare. <laughs> it's like they used to have this commercial on, uh, it's like we sell everything except shoes. Like, yeah. we do, I do everything except no daycare. 
So were you like uh, were you like the bionic uh, woman in uh, in the club? So you did all these I functions. I feel like I was at that time. Wow, nice. Yeah, it was a lot of it was. Uh, trust me, we had wonderful members. I had a great staff for many many years. Opened a couple of them, and uh, you know, I decided I still love the brand, but I want to go back home to Georgia. I'm I'm ready to go back home. Gotcha. Yeah, I had family there. How and was it? I to. How was it being? Um, Women's a woman entrepreneur mm-hmm. um, in North Carolina at the time, and um, from a financing standpoint, from potentially having uh, you know maybe employees that were older than you, male, female. You know, how, how did that? How'd you learn to kind of find your way and like how you managed through that mm-hmm. and knowing that you were kind of a you know a trailblazer? Yeah, well, it was interesting. The financial part of it was uh, was very creative. Can we just say that? Really? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that usually you know a little means bit about like that. Bootstrapping meets uh, begging. We got it. Yeah, we got it done though. <laughs> meets I need this equipment at least like tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was very creative, and um, you know, I, I did find not a lot of roadblocks though. Believe it or not, even in that day. Wow. And think about being a, a female going to Venice, California, to buy the license from the group at the time that you well know, you know, who they are and they're great guys, but I never felt any um, slight. I never felt any different than if I was a male. That's great to hear. That's great to hear. Absolutely. Even then, the Yeah, and just given the, you know, what the Gold's Gym brand, you know, represented Mm -hmm. from, you know, pretty hardcore, you know, male-dominated workout program to where it is today. I mean, it's pretty remarkable you know, how the brand has evolved. Yeah, well, we, and, you know, back in back in the day, again, the communication process back then was difficult. We just didn't have, you know, you picked up the landline to call somebody, right? Sure. You just, I mean, cell phones were not that heavily used in the Southeast at that time. So there's a lot of communication that started among the franchisees in the Carolina area and North and South Carolina, and we formed a, an association, an alliance association back then. And so there, that happened throughout the country because franchisees wanted to talk to each other. We wanted gotcha. to learn from each other. So it really wasn't in uh, response to something that Gold's Corporate was trying to do. It was really Not at that time. like almost um, more about, look, we need best practices. Mm-hmm. We know exactly. other people are, are experimenting and, and we want to have a better path to profitability and better path to running a great business. Yeah, because we didn't, you know, we were a licensing company, so we didn't really get that from Gold's Gym International, you know. Yeah, I think it's important for people to understand um, that Gold's Gym started basically as a signage company. Exactly. Um, And then kind of morphed into almost like a capture of the flag. Mm -hmm. You get to bring it back to your hometown. And I believe at least some of the earlier earlier licensees that I had spoken to and I've known basically acquired it because they wanted to sell memberships and pre-sale and exactly. having Pete's Fitness or Ginger's Gym, you know, wasn't going to get people to actually put down money and no. be able to open up a club either with that capital uh, or with that, that revenue and that brand name. I mean, the Gold's Gym brand, you know, it, it carries clout. It carries weight as people want to be a part of that brand. Sure. You know, just like, you know, when I started t- working at the new gym, Gold's Gym in Columbus, I fell in love with the brand. It's really the people, you know. Right. But th- there's really something special about our brand. Yep. So uh, you started the association. Mm-hmm. Why don't we talk about that? You've been running the, the Gold's Gym Franchise Association 
uh, known as the GGFA. Exactly. Well, you know how that started. We start. I was a franchisee when the association started, and as most associations, franchise associations, do start, it became out of fear of what's going to happen with our futures. And so, at that time, a franchisee, there was a handful of franchisees that started the association. They called me and asked me to be the membership drive person. Oh, okay. Okay, so I was. Who are, who are some of the other franchisees that were behind this at the time? So uh, I can Angel know. Banos. Angel and Willie uh-huh. Banos. Yep, and Jeremy Lowell. Jeremy Lowell, uh-huh. D.C. Yep, and like Jerry a, McCall. San Francisco, from, San Jose. Yep. Uh-huh. Exactly, those guys this were like the This is like a game of Jeopardy. You're gone. <laughs> How am I doing? Three for three. So those are those are the, <laughs> the originators of the of the association. Okay. Okay. So fast uh, forward, I saw my gems um, 2003, and I wanted to go, go back home, like I said, to Georgia. And the president at the time, and the, well, the board directors at the time, created this position for me because they knew I was selling the gems to run the association. That was 2005. Okay. So. Um, you know, it was four years into the association. They needed somebody to, to run it and direct it and, and do what needed all the, you know, the niches that needed to be done and yeah. executed. And so that's where I stepped okay. in. Great. So it was, it, was, it was like the wild, wild west, though, back then. Okay. So a, a number of our listeners are likely franchisees of either Gold's or other brands. Mm-hmm. Some of those groups probably have a committee or they might have an, a convention what do you see as some of the benefits of having a, an actual organized group mm-hmm. in place that, you know, communicates on behalf of the franchisees to the yep. franchisor um, and, and how that, you know, maybe, yeah, just, just talk about like some well, of the benefits and then we can talk okay. about some of the, the other nuances to it. Well, we, we really evolved over the years since I started 13 years ago. And initially it was all about helping for, to protect, protect franchisees. And we were, you know, or we are still, but that's mm-hmm. the, initially we came out to be the uh, united independent voice for the franchisees. Okay. And so that meant to corporate or the industry, you know, or to other franchisees and has always worked well. And that's what we started as. Okay. And uh, over the years, we have developed into educational platforms still. I mean, we talked about that with alliances, the best practices and all that. So... Um, so we do, you know, that's what franchisees want us to do. We, they still, when we survey them, today, even today, they still want us to be a, a, a voice for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still have uh, protection, which I'll have to tell you right now, we are working so well with Gold's Corporate, with this, um, this new executive team in the past two years. Mm-hmm. I just finished a meeting with them uh, just a few minutes ago before I came down here to see you. And I have been privileged to be in all those top uh, level meetings with corporate with the Franchisee Association and the board directors that are selected to be on that, in that group. And uh, it is a totally, totally different climate today than it, than it was over two years and over. And, and when we so. talk about um, protection, we're talking about uh, territory, ex- yeah, territory exclusivity and, mm-hmm. and protecting the rights of the franchisee to, to be allowed to grow in certain areas and, and to not necessarily have um, too many constraints on, on what their opportunity and, and the franchise agreement too, to help right. pro- help to make it a viable business for the franchisees also. Gotcha. And that's in place. We work towards that. And uh, again, you know, today we, they still want us to be, their, like I said, their voice. You know, mm-hmm. help help if there's a s- situations that come up, and then uh, and help educate. You know, get together four or five times a year. We have regional meetings, and this year our our our, um, our theme is 
ideas, innovations, and improvements exchanges. And uh, we'll have something very similar to a, a TED Talks in the morning and idea exchanges in the afternoon with Great. franchisees and industry experts. I'll have to talk to you about that. Uh, when is that? And uh, well, there'll be two in June and two in August. In in what and, cities? And okay, you got the Northeast. Okay, which will be outside of New York City, mm-hmm. uh, D.C., Atlanta, and then outside of Seattle. So, so from from a standpoint of what uh, you know, and, and you you were on the ground floor and started, you know, from a membership standpoint on the mm-hmm. GGFA. What do you see as uh, franchisors that actually encourage the creation of these associations? A, a lot of franchisors, you know, try to. It's almost like creating a union. They don't you know, want they us don't to want to have yeah, that, want that, that unified <laughs> yeah. voice. But you've actually found it's very symbiotic relationship where you understand their goals and, and their objectives, uh, whether it's related to territory about the representation or, or quality control of the brand and the franchisees are actually looking for the same thing. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And just clarity yeah. on what the what everybody's mission is. We collaborate so well together right. now. That's great. That's we great. just spent three hours talking about collaborating, moving together with the Gold's Gym way. And we have invited uh, Gold's Gym corporate to, to our regionals that we're having, like mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier, which we've never done before. So if there's a, 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 a listener here who has a franchisor, uh, is an owner or maybe a large multi-unit franchisee, What's the advice that you would give to them on when you want to present this as, hey, we want to start an association? Like, mm-hmm. do you send them a list of like, here's like our bill of rights. Here's like our top mm-hmm. 10 things we're trying to achieve. What's the best way to position that so it doesn't become adversarial? Uh, well, I think communication start with, find out what, what the situations are that are arising that are causing them concern to start with. Mm-hmm. Uh, find out a little bit more about their franchisor. Um, collaborating together is always the best route to go. Because, I mean, I have been in, in the past, I'm talking about years ago, in hostile situations, and you just don't want I mean, that's not good for the brand. It's not good for your business. It's not good for anybody that's involved. So mm-hmm. finding a, a sec, you know, the segue to where you can, you know, collaborate and get to the same common ground. I mean, it's really important to do that, and it, it takes the key people to do that too. Right. I mean, it's not somebody that you can't take some hothead franchisee, really, that's going to help communicate with the hothead franchisor and get somewhere. Mm-hmm. So it, it really takes the right right people that can see the future and see the bigger picture and, and, and want that for, for the entire brand, for the franchisees and the franchisor too. Okay. And are you um, <clears throat> on the GGFA side, mm-hmm. or if we just took a generic, you know, just say like a franchise association, franchise association in general, like, does this include, like, private Facebook groups? Does this include private mm-hmm. emails? Does this include, like, um, uh, you know, like a comment box, anonymous, you know, anonymity? Oh, like, that. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but, but it seems like um, the importance of having someone who runs the franchise association, mm-hmm. their demeanor and their business acumen and their ability to communicate with the franchisor is a big part of how that relationship is going to work and Absolutely. then what the goals are, which is not, you know, we're not trying to find like, here's our top 10 issues. Like, you know, let me bring these to you on a weekly basis. Right. It's really mm-hmm. like, Hey, here's our priorities. Um, and, and to foster communication that's not, you know, non, uh, adversarial or nonviolent. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. <Got laughs> not it. going after each other's throats. Right. Yeah. No, we, 
you know, that's, that is really the, the commonality that we have now is being able to, to work through things. And we don't, we don't really have problems anymore. I mean, you know, in it's terms nice of like business, uh, you know, franchisees, they have their issues in their business like, just like anybody else does. But again, you know, having uh, people that you can go to and work through things and share things, right. it really helps. And that's what our strategy is. We help create conditions for the franchisees to thrive. Gotcha. That's what Great. we do. And when it, whatever it takes to get there. So, how many Golds franchisees are there now? Locations, and how many um, how many are members of the fran- uh, GGFA? Uh, you have 190 locations today that are domestic franchisees. Yeah. Okay, and you've got 93 percent that are members of the association. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the international development rights, they're typically dealing directly with Golds corporate and They do, but you know, we've been trying over the years to find a way to work together. They come to me at the international convention that Gold's Gym hosts and they come to me every year, just in like the past five years. And, you know, how can we get involved? But there is, uh, there's that distance barrier. There's um, a communication barrier. uh, And we just haven't seemed to be able to work through yet, but that doesn't mean that we can't. And Gold's Gym International, they want a healthy franchise association. Sure, sure. I mean, they are, you know, Craig Sherwood and Brandon Bean, they will tell you today that's very important to them. And because we, you know, we, the franchisees have the franchisees' ear. We've got a great board of directors. We mm-hmm. always have. Every one of them has always thought about the bigger good for the brand and for the franchisees, not drilling down into their own personal situations. They've always right. looked at it that way. And uh, so both Brandon and Craig realize that, and they want it to be healthy. They're going to do whatever it takes on their end to help make us healthy also. That's great. Well, I'm glad that the uh, the, the brand is, is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, we originally, well, you were there. You I was there back in 1999. <laughs> I think our big claim to fame was that we took the uh, the Gold's Gym Oscar logo and we uh, we shaved him down about 30 to 40 pounds of muscle <laughs> to make him look a little more realistic to the average aspirational For today, uh, yeah. to a bodybuilder or somebody who just wants to have a very uh, Olympic and athletic build. But look, I, I think the, the testament to the brand is represented by it's really because of the people behind the brand mm-hmm. and every one of the gold gym franchisees you know, really took the brand as a license at the time yeah. and um you know waved that flag and mm-hmm. turned it into what it is and congrats on on the success i'm glad things um, are going well yeah me too. and uh you know to uh, to more gold's gyms and more uh, members i think it was uh, results for every body was our at original time, phrase yeah, back in the day. At that time. Um, and you know, I mean, there's a great pi- pipeline of new franchisees coming in. We got the franchisees, current franchisees feel so good about the atmosphere and the environment now. Great. They're growing and there's a, a lot in the pipeline there and there's new franchisees coming in too. And when, when you, um, when those fr- new franchisees come out, do you, um, how does the market know about that or did, is that Gold's corporate that, that's that Gold's lets co- know? That's Gold's corporate, so Gold, right, Gold's corporate. Great. Yeah, okay, good. And they right, introduce well, we'll be- them to us now. Gotcha. All right, so we'll be on the lookout. Okay. We're happy to, uh, you know, instead of doing a TED Talks, we'll do a Halo Talks at your uh, at your events. Yeah, got Nikki like, on board that now as well. Like it. Sounds so like we'll, a plan. Uh, we're, we're, we're in. So you can uh, refer me back to this podcast if okay. I tell you that I have a conflicted schedule. <laughs> you're gonna say like, no, you go back to you I know, know where you are. Minute second and like get 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 get, get down here. So well, listen, you look we'll fabulous. You too. You know, Great to see take you. Take care, honey. All right, thank All right. you, dear. Bye bye.